Hey, Shawna, let me holler at you. Cortana about it. Ask Cortana what? About North Judah 530. It's also it's got some recommended documentary movies. Um Spotlight. Dodgeball. Spotlight. Argo. It's saying Argo's a... <laughs> if you like this very short documentary with no words in it that just shows people on a train in slow motion. You'll love Argo. <laughs> Stuart, welcome to another shorties. Face that mic. Hey, baby. This is our second shorty that's on the Rainbow Man slash John 316 DVD by Sam Green. This is a short Sam Green film. This kind of looks like, kind of has a student film vibe, but I think there's a little more, there's a little more of a clever eye and more skill than maybe people might expect on this one. Because this is a very, how long do you think this is? Is this even like five, six minutes at the most? Three minutes. It's only three minutes long. 18 seconds. And you found it, you found it online, right? Um, I hope to be able to link this. Maybe. <laughs> in the show notes. <laughs> we're, we're getting some underground shit this month. You'll have to look, you'll have to uh, purchase the uh, Rambo Man DVD if you want to see this. How much did you pay for that DVD? How much did you pay for it? No, no amount of money could be enough. Well, how much is... To equal the three minutes of and eighteen seconds of pleasure he'll get from this shorty documentary. Now you ordered this directly from the director, right, Sam Green? I don't know why you got to blow me up like this. <laughs> you just got to contact them online. It's not like a big thing, right? I just did a thing, okay. And oh, oh here's the here's the look. I'm gonna give you a little behind the scenes because Bobby's trying to take us there. About a year ago, I suggested we watch this movie. John 316, Rambo Man, Rambo Man, John 316. And Bobby said, sure, that sounds good. That's how he sounds when he talks normally. Yeah. Yeah, I want, yeah, I like Spider-Man. And uh, then he, uh, you know. Come to find out it's not anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> and so I went ahead and ordered it. It was literally $20. It was only 20 bucks. Yeah, buy now. I want to buy another one for you. That's how much I paid for, well, a little less than that. It was $20 plus... Uh, one seventy eight tax, and I'm sure shipping. I paid seventeen dollars for Hell's Bells from this dude who sells religious media, and other than that one guy, all copies of Hell's Bells I could not find for less than twenty six bucks. So this guy, he's got a fortune in anti rock Christian documentaries. Hell yeah, dude! I wonder if he even who's knows. he? Do you know him? I can't remember the director's name. He did all the Hell's Bells movies. Nice. The temperature's hot! Oh, yeah. That's my ACDC impression. I love when you sing on episodes. Everyone loves that. Of the podcast. Angela was editing, um, fuck, what was it? The Alan Iverson 30 for 30 episode. How many times do you sing on that episode? Like five. What? And there's a point where I sing... I forget what I'm singing. I think I'm singing a parody of the song Pony. And she's like, I hear her because she's got headphones on. I can't hear what she's hearing. And she very audibly goes, oh, God. 
guy just like took his shit in the floor and ran away. Well, she ain't wrong. <laughs> now this <laughs> this film we're talking about, this short three minutes and some change film, is called North Judah Five Thirty or In Judah Five Thirty. Much like our last Sam Green shorty, this takes place in San Francisco. It doesn't say that exactly, but if you've been to San Francisco, you kind of recognize it. All right, let me set the scene for you. January 16th, 2004, the release date of the film. I thought it was 2003. No, it's just copyrighted 2003. Well, the release date is after. So just think about it, man. That's like the year that Bush, you know, we were all really hating that guy, putting us in Iraq. Yeah. We're all like thinking about John Kerry, our savior. <laughs> and and Sam Green's just like, you know what I'm gonna do to prop up my boy? I'm gonna, I'm gonna assume uh, Sam Green's a Democrat, like uh, okay, because he's from San Francisco. I, I, you, I thought you were alluding to propping up George. No, nah, dude, not George. Come on, man. And that this film helped him. Curious get George, man, that monkey man, dude. Come on, he's a dumbass, dude. Man with the yellow hat. That's Dick Cheney, man. Don't confuse curiosity for foolery. How brave and amazing we are. Oh, you're right, man. Damn. You got some profound... And you, When you say things, I, I should really write them down. <laughs> but you won't. I won't. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so he's looking at, his, he's looking at his, his front. Literally, this is true. He's looking at his apartment, and he sees uh, the North Judah line. Yeah. Uh, Streetcars in San Francisco going by his, right in front of his house. Like sees it every day. Every freaking day he sees it, and I think it's probably driving him a little crazy. You know, kind of like a Rainbow Man when he's watching all those TVs. Yeah, true. TV shows, right? And he's like, obsessive. He gets obsessed with the train. And what does he do? He starts filming it. Film that thing. You see it in slow motion going by. You can see all the passengers in it. Uh, San Francisco has always been a very multicultural city you see all kinds of people represented slow motion shot of this train illuminated by the green lights all in a catatonic state yeah everyone seems very placated very calm well you know what it is is that they're pacified by the halogen light and they don't get to express themselves with road rage like the rest of us in the other parts of the country do you think that light really does serve that purpose Oh, yeah. I think well, green go, is like a meant to be a soothing color. Just the halogen lights in general, too. You go in, go into your Kroger, go into your... Uh, Kroger, a local southern Midwestern... Uh, go into your Walmart, Walgreens, go into any of these stores. Ralph's. Go into your Ralph's. Wawa. Go into your... Uh, Dominic's. Wegmans. Go into your... Going to your Meyer, going to your Piggly Wiggly, going to your Sam's Club, Publix, going to your Publix, Costco. Not so much the Publix; they seem to have a little bit different lighting. But yeah, the light—it just zombifies you, pacifies you. This is pretty much what we're seeing in this film. But we see this one point where a girl—maybe he knows her, and maybe this is set up for all we know. But I like to think it's random. A girl sees him, sees the camera. Waves. Smiles and waves at it. It's kind of yes. like a nice, charming moment. I kind of like it. Yeah, I like that too. There's ominous kind of music playing. I think he's making a statement about it. And I like that it's, uh, you know, a lot of people, when you think about San Francisco, 
you think of like all those cool cop chase movies down the hills and cars sure. hopping around. And in those movies, it's always like perfect lighting and San Francisco looks really nice. Usually but most San, of the time. San Francisco is like cloudy most of the yeah, time. Yeah, most of the time San Francisco is overcast and cloudy. And Sam, he's laying it up true, true style, true, true, as yeah. they say in my favorite movie, which I can't remember the name of. But it's true, true. Freddie got fingered, right? It's uh, Tom, Tom Green, who's I think related to Sam Green. Wow, we brought those worlds together. True, true. We brought those worlds together. Look, was it intentional? I don't know. Does is Bobby making it seem like it like it wasn't? I don't know. Am I making any sense at all? Probably not. You ever see Kids in the Hall Brain Candy? Yeah. Did you ever see that? Yeah, I love that movie. Oh yeah, me too. <laughs> I feel like God's rubbing my tummy. I don't know why I brought it up. I'm glad you did, though. The short film ends, shows a man walking during the night under what's like a mural of a bicyclist. We hear a dog barking. And that's the end of the short film. I think that what this documentary shows you is like, you can just document whatever. And it's like really inspired me. If I'm going to make a documentary, I'm going to take this as a, as a point. Where I'm going to say, okay, maybe I should just film my neighbors. Just yeah. see what they're doing. Yeah, you should. I'm gonna <laughs> watch them in slow motion. Um, I think you can do You can probably get away with that. I wonder if you can get away with that these days. Maybe. What do you think you'll see your neighbors doing? Waving at me. Smiling and waving at you? Yeah, I think I can get them to do that. I'm sure they'll be real happy about it. I got one, Well, one of my neighbors is real happy and the other one's grumpy. And he, But I can always see him in his uh, window. So he won't be able to see me. Neighbor. Probably the one that smiled waved at me. From. He, he lives across the street. Dan. Shout out to Dan. Shout out to Dan, dude. Build those shelves at the store. We appreciate it. Oh, what store? The store where we work together. Oh, right. We usually don't talk about our job. Yeah, we don't have a job. We work at the same place, but... It's secret. It has shelves. It it's is. all you know now. It's, it's, a, it's a new revelation. Put this down, uh, documenteers fans. It is a secret. I know people you are blown back that we're not rich from podcasting you know <laughs> you now know that uh we work in a store with shelves built by a man named dan that happens to be my neighbor thanks dan draw the correlations put it on your map uh have you ever seen a uh, empire is that what it's called empire records enemy enemy of the state enemy of the state uh. style gene hackman you're getting up there you're figuring it out yeah what's going on what about gene hackman in the conversation Mm. Still figuring it out because that's a sequel, direct sequel. People, a lot of people don't know that. Yeah, well, it's a direct sequel. A little out of time. Enemy of the State's a direct sequel to the conversation. Okay, yeah, it's pretty cool. There's a lot of there's a lot of movies that are direct sequels that people don't don't let you know about them being direct sequels. Gene Hackman also in uh, Superman one and two. I Kindergarten can't... Cop, for instance, direct sequel. No, it's true. Uh, you see, by the way, he uh, interacts with the uh, children. It's robotic. Coldly. Coldly and robotic. Yeah, very protective. Yeah, protective. But cold. But cold. But but true, true. All right, well. <laughs> <laughs> Stuart, we don't rate shorties and a star rated scope. We rate it 
and baby Herzogs. And we also shorten the overall count. I'm going to give this one through three baby Herzogs. Yeah. You're going to give this one through three baby Herzogs. Yeah. We will combine them like pastures on the North Judah line. Yeah. For best out of six. Be, be best. Baby Herzogs. I like this movie. I kind of, I'm, I'm kind of, I think a lot of people might find this kind of thing boring, but I actually am very fascinated. You know, it. a lot of people would probably be bored by this movie. <laughs> yeah. But I, <laughs> hey, folks, you might think this is dull. You might be like, what a waste of life. What is the point? What is the meaning? I don't have an answer for you, but I liked it. Three baby Herzogs. I'm going to tell you that I do have an answer for you. What's the point of life? It's this movie. If you don't watch it, you'll never know the point of life. So I'm going to give it three as well to match your three to do the thing that you say now. Six out of six. Yes. Baby Herzogs. That's my boy right there. For North Judah 530 by Sam Green. A film I would imagine, hopefully I can find a link to this. You'll never be able to see it, unfortunately, listener, unless you drop that 20 spot. Don't snap your fingers at me, lady. I feel like I feel like if anybody <laughs> brings this up randomly, like I'll be shocked. If you really want to see it, reach out. And maybe we'll start a uh, lending library. Maybe we should just put it up online. I no, I don't think that's we we shouldn't do that. That's, no, no, that's that's a that's not kosh. Like illegal. Well, yeah. Come on, this is I. Come on. Isn't I mean, there rules if it's like out of print? Like it's not a big deal. I think he still owns the rights to it, and if he wanted to, he could put it up on YouTube. Sam Green. Sam Green, put your shit up, bro. Who, who I, of course, we mentioned earlier in the episode. I ordered this from him. What about like let's and spent not thirty but twenty dollars? Sam, if you're listening, and I feel like okay, the, look, let's be a little optimistic, and maybe us uh, promoting his films will get them out there more, and maybe he's just not getting a proper offer from Amazon. I think That's I think I Amazon think. All, all like I think you can just the shit that is on Prime. There's no way a lot of these people are having to get an offer from Amazon. Maybe he just doesn't care. I. If that's his deal, if he just doesn't care, I can accept that. Well, they are kind of, you know, a terrible, heartless corporation. Look, I like being underground and talking about things no one knows about. But, you know, I'm a little worried about being too. I mean, I get it, man. It's hard being cool. He's got a website. I want everyone to be cool with Send him 20 bucks. What's his website? Get the movie. Uh, SamGreen.to. What is T.O.? It's not a, it's not a normal... Uh, what the fuck does that mean? T that that T O Tobago, yeah, Turbinaga, Turbinano. The, the sugar. <laughs> We're just making up fucking words. All right, six out of six baby herd talks for Sam Green's North Judah five thirty. I thought it was right. actually a pretty... Bobby says you should try and steal it illegally. No. I say you should pay twenty dollars and and figure out the meaning of life, I don't which apparently to... I think is in this short. Bobby likes to gloss over that. I'm not looking for stealing. You want, you want to know the meaning of life? Hey. I just, I'm just trying to figure out what some good exposure for Sam is. A lot of people might want to know the meaning of life. That's all I'm saying. Bobby doesn't think so. He keeps glossing over the fact that I've said this a number of times now. How much is Monty Python's meaning of life? Well, that's a bargain. Maybe. I get that for a oh, All right, folks. Uh, come on, ride that train. And 
Keep on docking. Thank you.